Welcome to In Conversation with Lyndon Terracini, the podcast where we meet the extraordinary talents, both on stage and off, working at Opera Australia. These conversations were all originally filmed for our streaming service, OATV. You can find more online at tv.opera.org.au, as well as full productions and behind-the-scenes footage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to OATV. And my very, very special guest today, Maestro Renato Palumbo. Uh, Maestro Palumbo is conducted in the great opera houses in the world. He was the music director at the Deutsche Oper in Berlin. And we're thrilled that he's here uh, conducting this wonderful opera by Giuseppe Verdi Hernani. Uh, Renato, welcome to OATV. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to see you here again. Uh, me too. Um, you started conducting when you were very young. And I think you made your debut as a conductor when you were only 18 years of age. Yeah. Um, it was Il Trovatore, yeah? Yeah, it was Trovatore in a little city of Sicily, uh-huh. in Sicilia. Yeah, it was a, a nice experience. It must have been um, a very nerve-wracking experience to be only 18 conducting an orchestra of experienced players. Uh, you know, when you are very young, you are a little bit stupid. <laughs> and uh, I wanted... Uh, I wanted a conductor was the f- for me the most important thing of my life in that moment. And uh, one impresario gave me the occasion to do, uh, because was the, my, my chorus was there, mm-hmm. because I founded the, the Reggio Calabria Coro in the two years before, I was 16, 17, oh, I And he gave me the possibility to, to conduct yeah. the Trovatore. It was uh, amazing. Uh, I remember like a dream or like a a terrible, something terrible because, uh, you know, was uh, only, only not really something that you know the technique, everything, Mm. but that you want to do something because you like the the music, you like the opera, I like especially Trovatore, but uh, I have not uh, absolutely the capacity to do that uh, Mm. 100%. So it was... uh, yeah, I start like that. Uh, but, but where did this desire to be a conductor come from? Was it well, from? look, at, I, I have at home the movie and my birthday when I was three or four years mm. and I conduct uh, uh, myself uh, with oh, really? everybody there. <laughs> so it was something that uh, is born with me and yeah, uh, yeah. and then developed with the study and so Yeah, but you studied piano? Yeah, piano. I started uh, before with flute. Then mm-hmm. I studied piano, organo, musica corale, mm-hmm. and then composition, and then in the end, uh, at Milano Conservatory, the, the, the direction. There's a great history of, of Italian conductors, uh, particularly with Italian music, obviously. But um, you have this extraordinary affinity with uh, Giuseppe Verdi, and there are probably you and Riccardo Muti, who are the great Verdi conductors in the world now. So what, do you feel an, uh, a connection to Verdi, or what is that? The connection con- with Verdi starts uh, from a long time ago mm. and uh, develop every day. Mm. So to learn more than to conduct Verdi. Mm. To learn Verdi is one experience that you have to do every day. Mm. Every day you learn something more. Mm. Is uh, in different way, like to open the Bible yeah. and read. Because uh, from Verdi, every day you receive something different. Mm. 
some messenger for your life, for the humanity, mm. for to give something to the other people. And especially, uh, you discover every day different because every day you change. Mm. And the m m music of Verdi change with you. Mm. It's uh, strange because uh, the first important thing about Verdi is to work with the dramaturgy. Mm -hmm. Of course, to think about music, but to think about dramaturgy, uh, to think about the, the power of the words. Mm. Because only the, the parola, the words, is important to improve and to realize, I think, the idea of theater or Verdi. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Because, you know, only to look at the music and to conduct the music could be maybe simple, mm. but to, to create one energy into the words, into the character, that is the more important thing, I think, and this most difficult thing to do. Yeah. You work a lot with singers uh, and work a lot with the text in rehearsals and how that, um, uh, that text, in a way, drives the music and vice versa. Absolutely. And uh, so that's clearly an, an incredibly important part of what you do. Yeah, yeah, this is very important, but before you have to know what's happening about the vocal technique. Yeah. Because if you ask to the singer something that uh, about technical is impossible to do, yeah. they don't follow you immediately. Yeah. So you have to, to connect one relation into the, into the singers. They, they have trust you, mm. and uh, you start every day to give something more yeah. about to, how to realize this idea of music or sing, of uh, power over the words, and, and follow that, but not destroy the, the, the technical position. Yeah. Because uh, in the end, the, the, the singers in front of the audience, the first problem is to sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you give some, some, uh, some um, new idea, mm. some new uh, way to follow, mm. to do that, and in that moment, I think you start really to realize the idea of a dramaturgy of a theater of Verdi. And I notice uh, when you are working with the singers, um, they always seem to find something more and they bring something more to the performances. And these operas like Ernani that you're conducting at the moment, they're very difficult to sing. And if you don't have a technique that enables you to do that, it's, it's a disaster. You know, when, uh, but this is your job, mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you decide a good cast yeah. for Ernani, first of all, you have to, to, to to think about a good singers. Yeah, yeah. And if you have a good singers, good level of singers, then you have to, you can start to, to do my job. Yeah. If the singers is not very well, is no way yeah, yeah. To, to try to, to have something more. Yeah. You have only to save the, 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 the performance yeah. or the, 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 the job, the, the, the work we have to do. But in, uh, if you have a good singers, and you start every day ask more, 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 more. Then the the the, the singer grow up, yeah, yeah. and then you the result in the theater you you can understand. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. You once said to me that um, you know La Traviata, for example, seems very simple, but in fact it's one of the most difficult operas to Absolutely. do. Absolutely, I'm sure that La Traviata 
when we talk about Verdi, it's the most difficult piece to do. Mm. It's interesting because when you listen to Ernani, it's quite a complicated piece. Um, uh, you know, with with the use of the the offstage bandas, the chorus is difficult, and we've already spoken about how difficult it is for the singers. But in all sorts of ways too, the orchestra is the protagonist mm. in 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 Ernani. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how how it's constructed? First of all, you have to remember that Ernani is the most important opera for the career of Verdi. Mm. The real career of Verdi starts in Venice with Ernani. Yeah. Not with Nabucco before, but mm. with Ernani. Because the Ernani was a really a big surprise. Yeah. Big surprise because Verdi put inside everything. Mm. The band, the big chorus, mm. and the dramaturgy is nice. Yeah. The Victor Hugo idea is wonderful. Mm. And uh, yes, it's one opera very complex. It's not so uh, balanced because it starts mm. with a big first act. Yeah. Very big, very, very concept. Yeah. The second is so and so, and then the third, the fourth, a little bit go, mm. a little bit out. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a, a big orchestration, big orchestration, and uh, the dif very difficult is because the, the music really is not uh, right exactly how to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have, uh, for this reason, uh, a long time ago in the, in the Cartellone was right, uh, mm. maestro, uh, direttore, and concertatore. Concertatore, what does that mean? Concertatore doesn't mean that uh, the, you have to work in the music to, to realize this music better. Yeah, yeah. This is the problem. Not only to do what is right, because it's not right everything. Mm. You have to uh, discover that, you have to adapt the music about the singer, yeah. and you have to adapt about the idea of the, produs mm. the production. So this is the, the director. Sorry, it's difficult for that. But Hernani is a very big opera. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Big, big opera. Huge. I can't imagine how was the, 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 the shock for the people when the people yeah. uh, hear for the first time Hernani, yeah. because full of music, full of power, full of wonderful idea like honor, love, mm. jealousy, mm. power, mm. and uh, politics too yeah, yeah. and uh, was i think the audience was shocked yeah. about about that and we have to today when we repeat when we realize again ernani we have to do the same thing yeah. to recreate this i think this shock yeah i mean for and a number of people in the public have said this to me they love watching you conduct because you bring out all of these different colors in the orchestra that um, normally perhaps you wouldn't hear but it adds so much to the the vitality of the of the piece. It's exciting, and you mentioned before that every day is different. Every day you find something else, and I notice with every performance you find different things in the orchestra, uh, and and with the singers too. Is that is that something that um, you think about before the performance, or is it instinctive? Uh, usually, I don't think never before the performance. Mm. Uh, and I don't think nothing. I have not idea preconcept before the the start the production. Mm. So because uh, uh, I think your idea to have to adapt what's happened on the stage mm. with the singer you have mm. and with the quality of the chorus and the orchestra you have in that moment. Yeah. So it's uh, I think it's not logic at all uh, to think in this point I I want to do that. Mm. 
it's difficult to say that. Yeah. But if you have a good orchestra, a good chorus like here, mm. uh, you are lucky because you have that. And uh, it's, it's normal that every day they expect from you something more, mm. something different. So we start from a uh, 50% every performance, mm. and every performance will go up, 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 mm. uh, 10%. Mm. So they are involved with you from the first moment until the last mm. bar of the of the score mm. and and you have is very difficult to keep this tension yeah. and to give every moment every single performance every single bar something different and new mm. for them and you mentioned before um, you know the balance of ernani as yeah. as, as tricky because yeah. it's a big first act and so on and so on yeah. um, do you think about how to maintain momentum, particularly through the first act, which is very long, so that the rest of the opera has that balance that you need to make it work? Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, when you conduct one opera like Anani, you have to tell a story. Yeah. And uh, for to tell a story uh, is difficult in Anani because the first act is very long, yeah. very... Uh, a little bit complicated to understand mm. everything is the, the act with the, all the arias, all the cabaletta and so, mm. because then in the rest of the opera we haven't. Yeah. Uh, but you have to tell a story. For this reason, you have to treat not to think only to, to the first act, you have to think yeah. all the fourth yeah. act. Yeah. If you think about that, it's very easy to, to um, plan Mm-hmm. in your idea of opera, how to treat every, uh, every act. Yeah. And, uh, and then become easy. Mm. If you start first act, second, third, and the fourth, mm, it's difficult yeah, because yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's not proportion yeah, into yeah. the first and the fourth, for mm. example. Mm. Um, you know, in the, in, the, in the first act, you have all the elements uh, more important than the opera. Mm. And then in the second, third, and fourth, you develop a UF to describe what's happened after. Yeah, yeah. Only that. Yeah. Um, you've conducted more Verdi operas than anyone, probably. But uh, do you have a favorite Verdi opera? I mean, everyone talks about Otello and Falstaff because, you know, they're the later operas. But um, I'd be interested to know if you had a, a particular favorite. Uh, it's a good question that, um, because when we talk about Verdi, uh, we talk. Uh, the last Verdi, mm. after Don Carlo, mm. Aida, and so, Verdi is all good. Yeah. Uh, some some people say that big Verdi and the minor Verdi mm. is not a minor Verdi. No. The problem is the Italian public in that moment, the audience, were a minor public. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's impossible to think that uh, a composer like Verdi was a absolutely a genius. Mm. Uh, uh, could you write, in the end of the career, an opera like Otello yeah. and Fastaf? Yeah. And uh, in the beginning of the career, uh, write like uh, opera like Oberto, or like uh, opera Alzira, for example. Mm. Mm. But I think it's the same, Verdi. It's impossible to learn to write so well in the end of the career. Mm. Verdi was a genius in the first moment. Yeah. But he had to write for the audience not so 
cultivate about yeah, music. For the audience of his time. He, the audience, because uh, the problem about the Italian music that the composer was uh, in, in, uh, famous only if sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So without that, no way. Yeah. So in the last moment of the career, Verdi uh, writes from himself. Mm. For example, Falstaff, he, write, he wrote absolutely for, 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 to, for uh, to enjoy mm. himself yeah. about this kind of music, yeah. about the comicity and so. Mm. In, the, in the beginning, for example, uh, 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 in one conference in Florence, one um, critic asked me about, uh, um, you know that uh, Nabucco was very important for the, for the Italy history mm. about the, uh, the freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, I think, listen, when Verdi wrote Nabucco, mm. was so full of personal problems mm. that I'm sure <laughs> he couldn't think about <laughs> the politics, <laughs> about the freedom of the Italy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, then we use Vapensiero for that. Yeah. But uh, like Siridesti Leon di Castiglia mm. in the Hernani. Mm. But, uh, but um, the, the idea of Verdi was, in my opinion, in the beginning, to write, to become famous. Yeah to become famous and to become rich. Yeah. Because Verdi, in one moment, was one of the more rich men of Italy. Mm. Uh, That's then, unusual for a composer. Uh, but, uh, but in that moment, the composer, uh, like Verdi, was uh, absolutely a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A star. Mm. So, and, uh, and then, only in the end, when he took up really about uh, the conflict interreligion, politics mm. like in Don Carlos, yeah. that is idea about uh, the idea of Verdi, about the religion, about the power, about the politics. Yeah. But uh, I come back to your question. Um, Verdi is big from the first note he wrote until the last, last note mm. of Fasta. Yeah. It's always uh, amazing, made the best. Yeah. But you make an interesting point that I hadn't thought of, actually, in that, um, particularly with Falstaff, he was writing for himself yeah. to enjoy making music. Whereas, um, certainly with, with Don Carlo, and people would argue with, you know, about Balloin Muscat and so on, that um, the political elements were very, very strong. Yeah. But uh, he seems to have um, passed that, and by the end of his life, yeah. it was about freedom. Yeah, because... Uh, the big, big first career of Verdi and with Balimascara. Mm. Uh, Balimascara is absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. After that, Verdi for nine years um, doesn't want to write anymore. Yeah. And then San Pietroburgo invite him from for uh, Forza del Destino. Forza del Destino uh, is something that Verdi wrote for himself too, yeah, yeah. because uh, he decided the, the, the argument, he decided the, the history, he decided about the libretto, mm. he decided everything. Mm. Uh, he wanted the, the, to, to, to do like a big, uh, a big painter, mm. something, something like that. Mm. And, uh, and then start the last part of the Forza del Destino, the last part of the life, that's completely different from the first part. Yeah, yeah. From the first part, yeah. And uh, difficult, a bigger search every day mm. about uh, what to do, and uh, about the libretto, about the the dramaturgia, about the 
the big meeting with with uh, with uh, Schiller and then uh, with the Shakespeare. So you know about Verdi, we can talk uh, all the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we, okay, we talk about a lot of opera. Right? What about Macbeth, for mm. example? Yeah. Uh, what about Edward uh, Foscari? Yeah. Uh, or little opera like Corsaro, mm. or something like that. Yeah. Is a um, is a journey that you have to decide to to enjoy with a wonderful uh, man like Verdi. Yeah. All your life. Italians have an incredible connection to Verdi and it would exemplify when, when he was dying and, uh, and the fact they put straw down on the streets when the carriages were passing his hotel demonstrated a tremendous love for Verdi. Yeah. But what about you um, as an Italian conductor who, 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 who does this repertoire so incredibly well, better than anyone else, what's your um, um, connection that comes from your heart to Verdi? First of all, I feel an uh, incredible respect. Mm. And uh, uh, all opera that I conduct of Verdi, I think that I'm in front of a masterpiece incredible. Mm. Like to, to go to the Louvre and to see La Gioconda or something yeah. like that. And uh, you have to treat every time this uh, score with humility and respect. Mm. And uh, this is the first feeling I have when I conduct mm. these uh, these operas. Mm. And uh, and if you start with this idea, the approach is the music completely different. Mm. You never put yourself in before the mm. opera or before before the musical. I want to do that because no other people do before me. That yeah. no nothing. You have to do that because you are so lucky that some people give you the, the permission, give you the, the opportunity to conduct mm. this wonderful masterpiece. Mm. And you have to treat uh, uh, this, uh, this masterpiece with, with gentle, with uh, love, mm. with respect. And, uh, and then every, everything comes uh, along. Yeah. Renato, it's been a great pleasure to speak Thank with you, you today. Thank you for me too. Thank you very much for coming to OATV. Thank and we you. look forward to many more performances of you conducting you. Uh, for Opera Australia. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to In Conversation with Lyndon Terracini. We hope you've enjoyed the chat and we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast. That way, you'll get each new episode as they're released. We also hope to see you in the theatre in the not-too-distant future. And you can stay up to date with all we've got going on at opera.org.au.